This morning I want to talk about the subject entitled Arise and Seek the Face of God. Even at this moment we can minister. Because his presence is gathering that momentum. Now yesterday we talked about Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and verse 2. Yesterday we talked about why we need to arise and shine. And he says, For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. But this morning I want to add on to it in verse 3. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. This morning, I want to begin by talking to you about 12 pointers that is found in the book of Isaiah chapter 60. Firstly, he said, Thy light has come upon you. Do you know that the light of Jesus is already in your own soul? For He is the light of the world and we are the children of the light. The light is already on you. You don't have to wait for it. The light has come because of Jesus' death. Therefore, point number one is that we are called the glowing Christians. We are different from the world. We are not the children of darkness. Light is on our lives. Our spirit is burning with the light. We are the glowing ones. Do you know that you are glowing? If your spiritual eyes is open, you will see many, many countless glowing lights in this auditorium. And notice it says that arise and shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. Yesterday evening we talked about the word shine. It described about the light that comes from the morning sun. 
这个讲到这个从早晨之时来的光，早啊清晨的太阳的光。This talks about what we discovered right now that we Christians should have the morning glow. 这个就讲到我们基督徒应该要有这个清晨的亮光。I tell you, morning is the brightness of the glow. 我要告诉你，清晨的亮光是最亮的。He said, when you shine, the light has come. In the morning, the glow begins in your life. 因为当你清晨的时候有这个光的时候，你的生命里面就发出这个光。I don't know about you, but every morning there is a morning glow in the soul of a man. 我不是在只是讲你，而是每天早晨都应该在这个人的生命里面有这个光辉。It speaks of a revelation knowledge. 这个是讲到一个启示的生命。This morning when I was in this hall, I began to pick up revelation inside the glow. The light has come. 今天早晨就在这个会堂，我们就要得着启示，得着这个亮光在我们的生命。Every morning, the Lord will speak to His children. 每一天早晨，神都要向他的百姓说话。And he continues to say, not only your light has come, but also the glory of the Lord has come upon you. 他继续讲到，不单是你的光已经来到，而是神的亮光要发现照耀你。That speaks about point number three, that we are talking about two degrees of light in this place. 第三点就讲到有两种不同程度的光。We have the internal light that rises from within us, and we have the light of the glory of God that comes upon us. We are talking about the two levels of light now. 我们有一个从里面发出来的光，也有一个从外面神所给我们的光，是讲到两种层次的光。When you grow in the Lord, when you progress in the things of God, your whole being emanates and radiates with that brightness of that light. 当你在神那边领受这样光的时候，你的生命就会反照出这样子的一种光。That's why the Bible says in verse three, He says that the kings will rise to the brightness of thy rising. 这就是为什么在第三节的地方讲到说，万国要来救你的光，君王要来救你发现的光。The Gentiles discover there is light in you. 这些没有信主的外邦人要来到你的那里救你的光。King saw the brightness in you. 让这个君王会看见你有光。Now in my version, it's called the brightness of the rising. 在我的那个翻译本就是说，那个你升起来的那种亮光。华文是怎么讲 ？The brightness of the rising. 所以你说，你的呢？我们是说，呃，耶和华的。哦，耶和华就要显现照耀你啊！那个照耀，那个 brightness， you know what it means？ 那个光是什么意思呢？那个 God is talking about our level of spiritual growth。这个光就讲到我们属灵生命的成长。When you grow more in the Lord， the brightness will increase in your life。越是你在主耶稣里面成长，这个光也会越来越亮。Some of us who never grow, we are like torchlight. 我们有一些人好像只是一个小火把，永远永远都不会长的那个光。But some of us who are growing more and more, we are like the stadium light from the stadium. 但是我们有些人会像那个大礼堂的那种很高的灯照下来一样，是越来越亮的。Is your light this morning bright and clear? 你觉得你的光今天早晨是又亮又大的吗 ？No. How do I know that the light has come upon you? 
How can the kings and the Gentiles see the light in you? You see, all this has to do with what we have said yesterday. Because we say yesterday that when we arise and shine and soar on the wings of the eagle, 那昨天因为我们已经讲到，当你兴起来，展开这个翅膀，用祷告的翅膀来飞翔。when you soar on the wings of the eagle, what happened? The glory appear。当你借着祷告的这个鹰的翅膀飞上去的时候，你就会看见神的荣耀。A man and a woman who pray have a peculiar characteristic that is imprint upon their soul。当一个弟兄、一个姐妹愿意祷告的时候，有一个很明显的印记在他的身上，就是。在他的灵里面有这样子的光辉。He said, "What is that?" 你说是什么呀？The Bible says in verse twenty, "When God becomes your everlasting light." 在圣经里面讲到说，如果神是你永远的生命。Hey, the Bible says the end of your morning is over. Your morning season is over. 你的这个忧伤的日子就过去了。When God becomes your light, your morning is over. And my Bible says in verse 15 that He will make you an eternal excellency, a joy of many generations. Verse 15. You want to see the glory? The glory is the joy that God gives to you and me. That's the joy that God gave. We should smile more often because that's the glory. You know, when I see Pastor Stephen uh, lie, he smiles and there's a glow on his face. And when you smile, there is a glow. So learn to smile more. And the Bible continues to say, He say that the Gentiles and the kings are attracted to the brightness of that light. This is what I call the courtship anointing. If men and women that are not married, I'm giving you a secret on how to have success in courtship. When the light has come upon you, Watch out, kings and Gentiles are looking for you. Women and men are looking for you. There was a woman in Argentina. When she was renewed by the Spirit of God, and she began to fall in love with Jesus, 
As he began to develop that intimate relationship with Jesus, and she loved Jesus all the time. And out of that great love, she goes to a goldsmith shop and she buys a ring. And behind the ring was engraved Lord Jesus Christ. And she told the pastor, Pastor, I am married. And the pastor asked, What happened if you ended up getting married? Are you going to take off this ring? No, 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 this is going to be my actual wedding ring. And one day when she was worshipping God, a gentleman walked past. It was that. What's that glow? Where the light come from? Who is that woman that has that glow? Pastor, who is she? She loved the Lord. Pastor, I want to date her. And they ended up married. And it was still the same wedding ring. Men and women, if you are looking for your lifetime partner, women, Esther Laura cannot help you to beautify yourself. It is the glory of God that gives you the glow that attracts men, the right partner into your life. Pastors and servants of God, if you are one to serve the Lord, the way that you will advance in the kingdom of God is when there is a glow on your life. Men and women will look for you and say, Come and preach in my church. The world call it charisma. The church of God call it the anointing. The world call it charisma, but in the kingdom of God we call it the anointing. I remember in the days of the recession in my own country, my friend had been looking for job for months and months and there was no vacancy. I remember the Spirit of God told me, He said, Son, don't look for a job, don't look at newspapers. I want you to spend time with me. So my friend asked me, Have you found a job? I said, No. What, what is the latest situation? I said, I've never read, read the newspaper for months. You are crazy. You never look at the papers. How can you find an advertisement looking for a vacant job position? I said, the Lord told me to worship Him. And all of them say, this is a crazy man. But you know what happened? I've never looked for a job. 
People come and look for me.他看一看 you don't look for things, things will look for you. Let me excite you even further. When the glory comes upon you, you know what will happen? Spiritual prosperity invoke natural prosperity. Not really. I, what I'm saying, spiritual prosperity attracts natural prosperity. Because my Bible says, when the glory comes upon a person, from verse 5 to verse 7, He says, Oh, the camels with all the gold, with all the spices will come to you. They will nurse you. They will give you things. And they will pour all the abundance into your lap. 因为在地后面的那个几节都讲到说，当这样子的光来到你的面前的时候，万国的珍宝都要来到你的面前。Do you know what is the end time anointing for financial success？你知不知道什么叫做末世的经济的大祝福？For entrepreneurs, let me tell you how to attract money into your life。这些做小生意的人，我要告诉你怎么样可以把生意达到手。Money comes to your life because of the anointing. It is because of God's anointing on your life that money flows into your life. Money is not a problem. It is whether you have the anointing that attracts the money, that's the problem. I have been puzzled. How come some are blessed, some are not blessed? And I begin to watch for the glory and the anointing on their lives. There was one time in a meeting. A woman came to me. She looked at me. I look at her. She looked at me. I look at her. She stared at me. I was wondering why she was staring at me. And she dig into her wallet and said, This is for you, Pastor. 然后他就往他的钱包里面拿出来说，哦，牧师，这个是要给你的。There is something about the anointing.你知道这个神的恩膏是很特别的。So therefore, 
you must attend Pastor Stephen Lai's workshop on the Spirit of the Living God. So, you have no oil, you have no anointing, I teach you how. Buy the anointing. Buy the anointing. This afternoon in Oak Brook number one, Mayan's class on prayer, you go and you buy oil. Oh, you have no money to buy oil. Tomorrow you can attend Pastor Ye Musu's class on all about Jesus and you will have the money and the grace. Pastor, how can I cause light to shine in my life? In Isaiah 60 verse 13, he said, I will make my feet glorious. My feet, the Lord's feet, glorious. The Bible talks about feet is where we worship God at His footstool. And then in verse 18 it says, You will enter the gates called praise, and the wall are salvation. I have not begun my message yet, you know. It is through praise and worship through the gate into the presence of God through worship that we encounter the glory. Those who are worshippers will always meet the God of glory. This morning, that worshippers team from another state come and worship God. There was that glory. And when this morning they sang that song, I enter into the Holy of Holies, I saw that glory came. What happens when the glory comes? What I'm sharing right now is to instill an incentive and a motivation for you to arise and shine. When the glory comes, you will enter into your destiny and your inheritance. The Bible says in verse 21, He says that my people will enter into their inheritance. It is the glory that brings you into what we call the abundant life, the richness of Christ's glory. What happens when the glory descends upon your life? The Bible says in verse 17 that you will call the officers peace and there will be no violence in the land. 
When you begin to soar on the wings of an eagle, you will discover that peace will be in the land, peace will be in your home, peace will follow you everywhere you go, there will be no violence, no quarreling. And a very interesting thing now we come to point number 10 now. That in chapter 16, verse 1 to verse 3, do you know that the word light and the word glory was mentioned five times? In other words, when you begin to arise and shine in the spirit of prayer, this five time that the word light was mentioned depicts the grace of God will come upon your life. And when the grace of God comes upon your life, I'm telling you, from morning to evening, from sunrise to sunset, you will have a smooth day. That's how we tap into the mighty grace of God. And then, point to number 12. You know, the Bible says in verse 7 and verse 13, He said, I will make my sanctuary glorious. I will make my feet glorious. The sanctuary and the house of God typify the church of God. Personal revival produce corporate revival. When you have the glory, the glory will come upon the house. And the sanctuary will be filled with the glory because it comes upon you. That's the key. For worldwide revival, this is what we call the morning glow. This morning, before I came down, this was what the Lord communicated to my heart. He said, Son, I'm going to teach you about Isaiah 60. And I took up my pen and I began to write all the things that the Lord has spoken to you right now. We must go for the glory. Because the glory will bring the maximum shine and brightness in our life. And because for this very reason, for the very reason that the glory must come upon our life, that when you leave this place and you go back to your respective states, you will shine in your home. 
你就会在你的家中发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的公司里面发光你就会在你的
第二点，为什么我们要兴起来寻求神的面？We have become passive towards the work of God, the ministry of God, and the calling of God. 我们对着神的呼召、神的服侍、神的工作，我们太被动了。Nobody is interested to preach the gospel. 没有什么人对传福音有兴趣。Nobody is interested to go out of their own city, out of America, to go overseas and preach the gospel. 没什么人有兴趣要离开自己的城市，离开美国，到别的地方去传。Because they are very worried about their own rice bowl. 因为很多人都只顾着自己的。Why we need to pray? Because the disease of worldliness have distracted our hearts. You care for more for your career than you care for the things of the Lord. Worldliness have come in to distract your heart that you become disinterested in the things of God. Thereby, you become barren and unproductive. The fire and the passion of Jesus is missing in your soul. The pursuit and the thirst after God's own heart is missing today. Have you lost that eagerness and that enthusiasm for God Himself? Look at our lives. The quality of our lives will tell us where we are right now. Can I say something that I won't offend you? Thank you so much, I love you. To be more blunt and crude and raw, some of us are sick. You are sick! That's why you have no appetite for Jesus. Look at the way you pray. Look at the way you seek God. You are sick, my brother. You are sick, my sister. Point number three. Why we need to seek the face of God. We are ineffective in the service for God. You know why? The dew of heaven is missing in our life. The fresh oil of the anointing has vanished from our life, causing our ministry and our service to be dull and dry. There is a popular saying in the continent of Africa. You know, we have another term for the word anointing. It is called unction. 
You know, it, it says like this in Africa. No unction, no function. A lot of people are eager to serve the Lord. Get the unction and you will function. No contact, no impact. If you cannot contact the spirit of the living God, you will have no impact on the hearers. Today in the charismatic world, right now among the Pentecostal churches, we have lost the cutting edge in the ministry. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10 When the axe is blunt and has not been sharpened, one must use more forces and effort. You know when you use an axe and you go and chop the trunk of a tree if it is a sharp axe, one chop, it will produce an effect on the trunk. But if your axe is blunt, you hit the wood, it will give you a noise. Many are making noises today. You are making a lot of noises, but do not have the cutting edge. What is those noises? Oh, I know the Lord for a long time. Old <laughs> question is the most dangerous. Because your mind has not been renewed, you don't have the fresh wine in your soul. Don't talk to me about your yesterday glory. Don't talk to me about your yesterday exploit. Talk to me about today. Talk to me about what God's going to do in your life. But unless the glory comes, you can never shine. You can never function. And that's why ministry service became based on the glory. Today in the kingdom of God, everybody wants to serve God based on talent and skill. Oh, you got a, a certain number of grades from Yamaha Music School, therefore you can play in the church service. You better go back to Mahaya and learn it well. Not Yamaha, Mahaya. Go back and learn that it is not the skill, it is the glory that qualifies you for service. Today, we serve God, but we don't have a prayer life. 
Today we serve God as a cell group leader, but we don't have a relationship with God. It is time that we look at our life and say, We must arise and shine. I wish I want to talk to you about the different types of prayer. No, the Lord doesn't release me. The Lord said, deal with them. Talk to them about the condition of their life. It is when we deal with the condition of our heart, we are ready for prayer. Reason number four why we need a revival of prayer in our personal life. We have yet to see a revival in our days. Ladies and gentlemen, the charismatic renewal is over. It is outdated movement. It has been over 30 years old. And the churches are dry everywhere, like deserts. We need to ask God for a next major revival in our lifetime. But you know what's the problem? Too low an output in quantity to produce a significant quality result. You know, we pray. And we say, oh, what are you doing? I'm praying. I said, what are you praying for? Pastor, I'm praying for a revival. You will wait for another hundred years. Most churches' energy output is very small. They cannot produce revival. You know, one, one of the things that I find is not many people are living under an open heaven. We must learn to live under an open heaven. There were many in the Old Testament live under an open heaven. His name was Job. Look at his life and his commentary. Job 29 verse 6. When I washed my steps with butter, the rock poured me out rivers of oil. Job say, I experience rivers of oil. Job was living and abiding under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. 
He had the glory on his life. How do you know? Verse 2 to verse 5 say, He say, In the day when God watched over me, when His lamp shined over my head, and by His light I walked through darkness, when I was in the prime of my days, when the friendship of God was over my tent, when the Almighty was yet with me. Testimony was to say, God was over me, His light is upon me, His lamp was shining over me. That's the glory. Why the glory is on his life and not on your life and my life? Because he said the friendship of God was over my tent and the Almighty God was with me. It is when God walked with you. When God tabernacle over your tent, that God's lamp shine over your life. And by His light, you walk through every darkness. And your steps were washed with butter. And rivers of oil pour out from the rock for your life. It is when the glory comes that you will behave like how Job behaved. Job fear God. Job shun evil. And you have what Job has. The Bible says in chapter 42, Job had more and was rich than any other man in the ancient East. Amen. What am I saying? Can I say something very blunt? Can I say something that will not offend you? Alright, thank you for the permission. These days, 15 minutes prayer and half an hour prayer is over. All your 15 minutes and all your half an hour weak, clumsy, sloppy, sluggish, no, no good for nothing prayer will not bring the glory. It takes more! It takes more! I tell you, when you walk with God, you know it takes more for the glory to come. The old-fashioned way of preaching, like we have 50 years ago, must come back to the church. 50 years ago, 
讲道的模式，要再回到我们的教会里面，像从前五十年前一样。During the past holiness movement, the practice movement, men and women take time to wait on their God. 在那种呃寻求圣洁的那种复兴的运动里面，神的孩子们是花时间在神面前寻求神。It is not a strange thing in those days in the agricultural country of America. Two, three hours in God's presence is a common feature. 在那种日子，两三个小时花在神的面前祷告是一个普通的事。Today you talk about two hours prayer. Is it as if something choked your neck? 今天如果我们要叫一讲到说要祷告两三个小时，就好像被掐住脖子一样。I tell you, if you want to be in the ministry two hours, you cannot survive. 我告诉你，如果你要在一个服侍里面，你没有花两个小时的话，你活不下来。That's why many ministries are falling. 这就是为什么很多的服侍都要往下。Because they don't have enough time in God's presence. 因为他们没有花足够的时间在神的同在的里面。You know what happens? 你知道什么事情发生 ？They spend too much time hanging around things and people. 你知道他们花太多的时间跟人跟事物。Every day, fellowship, 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 and you will become fellowship. Every day, just to go, ah, with people, communicate, 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 and at the end, it's just become a fat guy. In my nation, I don't fellowship. In my country, I don't communicate. When I come to conference, I fellowship. You come to my nation, you you have no time. I will not see you. 如果我来到你们的教会里面，我就会跟你们有一点交易的时间。可是你如果到我的国家的话，我没有这个时间跟你们花。Because our time with God must take priority. 因为我跟神的时间一定是摆在最首位。Why? 为什么呢 ？Let me give you a mathematical equation. 那我要给你们一个数学的方程式。Now if Let's say every day you sleep eight hours a day. 如果说你每天都睡八个小时的话 ，out of twenty-four hours you take eight hours to sleep. 啊，这个二十四小时里面你花了八个小时去睡觉。So one third of a whole day is occupied with sleep. 所以啊，一天三分之一的时间已经花在睡觉。Therefore, in sixty years you slept twenty years. 所以在六十年里面你就睡了二十年。Can you imagine you live for sixty years but you sleep twenty years? 你能不能想象你活六十年睡了二十年 ？Now if we give our tithes ten percent of our twenty-four hours, it will be two point four hours. 如果说我们把时间要做一个十亿奉献的话，我们最起码也要给二点四个小时。Not many give ten percent to God. 很多的人没有把这个十亿给献上。A businessman come and say, "Pastor, this is a check." 呃，一个呃，这个做生意的人呢，跑来，哎，不是，这个是支票。This is my fat tie check. 这个是我一个很肥的十亿奉献的支票。How about your tie of time to God? 那你这个时间有没有给神十亿奉献 ？Oh, Pastor, I'm very busy. 哎呦，牧师，我太忙了。Busy doing what? 你忙着干嘛呀 ？Play golf. 要打高尔夫球。Every day our time is 2.4 hours. 每一天我们应该要给神有十分之一时间。If you live your life like that for 60 years, do you know that you only pray six years? 你如果真的有这么做，在你的六十年的日子中，也只不过祷告了六年。他们说：“哎呦 ，I don't pray 2.4 hours every day. 哎呦 ，I'm worse.” 哎呦，那如果我都没有祷告到两二点四个小时，那我不是更糟了吗？ Oh, Illuminate.
reformation has begun. But don't forget Psalm 66 verse 18 says, When you have iniquity in your heart, God will not hear your prayer. Therefore, out of 60 years, you must minus your babyhood and your childhood and your teenage years. Minus it off. I tell you, from 6 years, it dwindles down maybe to 3 years. Oh, now, if you live for 60 years, and you are born again when you are 30 years old, and you give 2.4 hours of your time to Jesus every day, in your whole lifetime, you only give 3, hours, three years of your time in prayer. Let's slow it down. If you are born again when you are 20 years old, then the time that you seek the face of God in your whole lifetime is only four years. Oh, why don't we reduce that gap when you're born again when you are a young boy at 15 years old? And from 15 years old to 60 years old, you seek the face of God. Altogether, your whole lifetime, you only seek God for four and a half years. Oh, but Pastor, I, don't, I, I live long on this earth. Well, you live for 65 years. Your time you spend in prayer is only 5 years. Oh, Pastor, I live longer. Alright, you live for 70 years. The time that you seek the face of God in your entire life is only 5 and a half years. Why? Out of 70 years, you only spend five and a half years seeking the face of God, and over 20 over the years, you use it for sleeping. Oh, Pastor, you don't understand. I have a different flow. I am not gifted with the gift of intercession, you know. You know, I like more on praise and worship and playing harps. Well, if that is so, I want to give you an advice from Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 25. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 25 Pour out your fury on the Gentiles who do not know you and on the families who do not call on your name. My Bible says in verse 25, the fury of God, the anger of God, the judgment of God fall on two categories of people. It fall on the Gentiles. And ladies and gentlemen, it falls on families who do not call on the name of God, who don't pray. 
Andrew Murray, the greatest, you know, a uh, a preacher from South Africa that died many years ago. He said, "Prayerlessness is a sin." Now we have exceeded 11:30. We will still continue. Because we haven't finished yet. Point number five. Are you ready? Point number four. We have yet to see a revival. Point number five. We have yet to impact our world for Jesus. We need a strong, salty prayer life. To preserve the morality in our society, as well as to bring salvation to mankind. We need to strengthen the Chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 4. 第一章, Therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayers, intercessors, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in authority, that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 提摩太前书第二章一到四节，我劝你们，第一要为万人及恳求祷告、代求、祝谢，为君王和一切在位的也该如此，使我们可以敬虔、端正、平安无事的度日。这是好的，在神我们救主面前可蒙悦纳，他
Are we living a very high, holy life today? The answer is no. And the Bible continues saying, He says that this must be prayed so that all men to be saved. Has all men and women is saved in America? What is the statistics of salvation in the population of America? Do you have 50% of the Americans are Christians? Do you have 50% of Americans that are living in true godliness? The answer is no. And because we don't have such condition in our society, we need to be the salt of the earth. And we have a salty life to preserve all these beautiful qualities. Reason number six why we need to have a revival in our prayer life. We need to restore a burning passion for the lost. Nowadays, the passion for the lost is missing in the churches. Now, in anticipation of the greatest harvest of all generations that is coming, in anticipation, we need a great prayer revival to meet, match this great harvest. Because without the prayer movement, you cannot sustain the harvest. Look at what the Lord Jesus says in Luke chapter 10, verse 2. He said, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray ye that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. Now, this is a very familiar scripture. We have read this scripture before. But watch carefully. Watch what Jesus did not say. Jesus didn't say, Look, truly the harvest is great, so let us have more evangelism awareness seminars. Jesus will say, Oh, truly the harvest is great, therefore let us build more Bible schools to train more workers, new workers. Jesus didn't say, let us build a bigger church building to accommodate a bigger crowd. This is one of the greatest mistakes among churches today. That we are engrossed in church building projects. And we forget about the Great Commission. 
Jesus says, when you see the great harvest is coming, pray! Pray! Pray to the Lord of the harvest. We have heard from the mouth of the prophet and the prophetess that say, that say of the Lord, that the greatest harvest is coming! But in order to respond correctly to this prophecy, we need to arise strongly in prayer. Reason number seven why we need to pray. We have yet to resolve the poor quality of our own spiritual life. You know, in the 13 nations that have traveled all over the world, one of the things that I've seen it over and over again through the years, there is mass spiritual poverty and bankruptcy among the churches and the Christians. You say, why there's such a bankruptcy in our soul? I tell you, young people, if you don't have a richness of Jesus in your life, the things of this world is going to influence you and you're going to bring the garbage into the kingdom of God. The rap, the pop, we bring it into the church. These are the things from the world. These are soulish things. This corrupt the pureness of worship unto the Lord. It's because young people do not have proper teachers, proper pastors, proper mentors to teach you and to correct you. That's why you are in the same condition right now. There's too much rubbish today. Why? Because the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, we have not learned to walk closely to the Lord. We have not learned to be rooted in Christ. We have not learned to establish our faith in Him. There is no root life. Therefore, there is no growth. No fruits. No character of Jesus. That is a very serious Disease greater than AIDS that is attacking the church today. The standard is so poor. You know, if you work in an IBM company, if you work in a Microsoft company, the products that they produce and release from the company is of a high quality standard. But today, the church sends out poor inferior products. One day, 
I receive a fax in the office. 有一天我在我的教啊、uh, 我的呃、uh, 办公室里面收到一个传真。Of a world famous personality wants to come to our nation. 有一个世界知名的人想要到我们的国家来了。If I mention the name, you know because it's on television. 如果我讲的话，你就知道，因为他有在电视里面。And he said, I want to bring my 16-year-old girl to preach on your pulpit. 他说我想要带一个我十六岁的孩子在你的讲台上讲道。That's the condition. 这个就是情况。I fetch back and say you don't have to come anymore. 我就告诉他你不需要再来了。I invite you, not your little inexperienced, poor quality stuff from your daughters coming to preach from the pulpit. 我邀请的是你，不是你那个十六岁不成熟、没有好品质的来到我的教会来讲道。Poor quality everywhere. 到处都充满那个低劣的产品。That's why it's high time that we must. Have a new radical, radical discipleship program in the kingdom of God. This is why. Why? Now, this is the time to have a radical, radical discipleship program in the kingdom of God. This is why. Why? Now, this is the time to have But to be a disciple takes you a whole lifetime to learn. Now, reason number eight: why we need to revive our prayer life. Because we do not possess a strong testimony of Christ's likeness in our soul. We have yet to develop the full virtue of godliness in every aspect of our life and living. We you know today the sadly missing feature in the church is that holiness is not a way of life to us anymore. You know today in the church, the most sad thing is 并不是其中的一种我们生活的形式。We dress the way we like. 我们喜欢怎么穿着就怎么穿着。Funny hairstyle. 很有趣的这个发型。Funny earrings. 很有趣的耳环。And we come to church. 然后我们跑到教会来。One day there was a sister. 有一天有一个姐妹。He stand up to the pulpit and he want to give a testimony. 他走到讲台来想要给个见证。I say, sister, come down. 我就告诉他姐妹下来。Where, uh, what tailor shop did you purchase this dress from? You have no money to buy a proper dress. Why don't I give you some money? You, draw, you dress like a so short mini skirt and you want to show everybody your flesh? I say you go home and change and don't come back and I'll see you next week. Dress mini skirt, dress low cutting dress, and say I pray shikaraba shikaraba. Because holiness must become the foundation of our salty prayer life. 因为这个圣洁必须要是成为我们这样子像盐一样的祷告来保守这个生命。You know what Jesus says in Mark chapter eleven verse seventeen? 你知道耶稣在马可二章 ，He says, "My house must become the house of prayer." 我的
And you say, yes, 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 Pastor, I am a man, a woman of prayer. I'm a man of prayer. The gods, that's the spiritual condition of the day. And Jesus was quoting from the context that of the wrong immorality in the society. Then he goes on to say in verse 11, In this house which is called by my name has become a den of thieves in your own eyes. You know what den of thieves or robbers? You know, some of us are intercessors but we are robbers. Oh, we pray. We pray. But we are robbers. We have never paid our tithes. We have never given our offering to God. And we pray a lot in tongues. You deceive yourself. You are a robber. He says that a den of robbers. You know what is a den? A den is a place where wild animals stay in a cave. It's worse than human beings. Jesus said you're like wild beasts. A lot of people want to pray in tongues. But their life is like a wild beast. Look at your own life. Oh, Pastor, I worship God. Oh, How's your family life? It's like a den. Husband and wife fight each other in the family. We need to revive a prayer life. To restore holiness in our soul. You know, one day I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, with all this condition that's going on in the churches, there seems that there's no hope for the church anymore. And the Lord said, Son, I will give you a medicine to cure every evil in the churches. He said, There's only one cure for all the disease that's happening in the church worldwide. And I want to give you this medicine free of charge today. Take it according to Dr. Jesus' prescription. Three times a day, it will cure your soul. The medicine is very bitter. But it brings healing. And that medicine is called holiness. And the Lord says, Son, I want you to go all over the world and restore the doctrine and the message of the cross back to the church. It is not now, oh, Pastor, I want to learn 10 principles of church growth. This is not the day for that anymore. Oh, 我要学怎么样, 十个复兴的道理, 
Oh, ten principles on how to gather the anointing. This is not what God is after anymore. God is after a holy church and a holy bride. And ladies and gentlemen, may your hearts be open. May you receive men and women that have an apostolic message of holiness to bring a cure to you that you should be listening to. I'm so happy that I can preach like this this morning. There's not many places that can preach so message. Reason number one, why we need to have a revival in prayer. The reason is, listen very carefully, we are not hungry enough for the anointing and the presence of God. Why pray? Because there's a lack of strong manifestations of signs and wonders. It's missing today. Therefore, we need to hunger for the things of God. We need to hunger for the anointing of God. And now we come to reason number 10. This morning when I was about to wake up from my sleep, the Spirit of God whispered in my ears. And it was taken from the book of Isaiah 44 verse 3. He said, those who are, hung, who are thirsty, I will pour my rain over those dry ground. My Spirit will I pour on you and your seed. And when I got up, the Lord said, Tell them. From the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 16. From verse 13 to verse 15. It talks about seven days. Verse 9 talks about seven weeks. Now, are you ready? To arise and seek the face of God? This is why you're here. You are here not to hear a sermon. You are here to arise to seek the face of God. And this morning, God has given me a promise to you and me. He said, go and tell my people that if they are stay thirsty enough, if they stay hungry enough, within a passage of seven days to seven weeks, between the duration, between seven days and seven weeks, if my people thirst after God, the Spirit of God is going to come upon you and pour water over your dry soul. It is time to hold on to the manifestation of the promise. 
And when we seek His face, God said, "I will pour my spirit on you." And this is what we need, God. I'm telling you, in this world right now, we don't need education, we don't need money. I tell you, the most important thing we need, we need God. You can have a PhD and you are still unemployed. You can have a PhD and you still landed up in hell. But when you have God, Jesus will make a way where there is no way. Now we come to reason number ten. Our final reason why we need to seek the face of God. When we give reason number ten, are you ready to seek the face of God? Are you eager for the Spirit of God to pour upon your life? Are you eager for the Spirit of God to pour upon your seed and your children? This is why you are here. You want to be connected with God. And God said, I will pour out my spirit over your life. Are you ready to seek the face of God? Are you ready? Are you ready? Now we tell you reason number ten. Our present day experiences and progress are far too shallow. You say, Pastor, you mean what I've learned, what I've experienced is not good enough? I'm sorry to give you the bad news. It's not good enough. Do you know that the Bible talks about baptisms in Hebrew chapter 6? How many baptisms are I mentioned in the Bible. How many? How many? Ah, sorry. Some, one say two, is it? Two, correct? Sorry? Seven baptisms? Who say? Can you name me the baptism? You say seven? I'm talking about experiences. Not symbolic interpretation. Experience. Experience. But you're right, sister. You are right. You're good. There are degrees of baptism. There are actually seven baptisms. There may be more, but I find that there are seven baptisms in the Bible. Firstly, we have the baptism of the blood of Jesus, where all men are saved. Number two, we have what we call the water baptism. 
Number three, we have what we call the Holy Spirit baptism, where we have the initial gift of speaking in other tongues. 第三个是讲到最开始我们能说方言的时候，那个圣灵的浸。Now, if you don't speak in other tongues， 那如果你没有说别的方言 ，You are a good Christian。你还是个好的基督徒。But I can give, find you a better way to advance in your spiritual life, and that is to embrace this gift。那但是我要鼓励你，还能够有更晋升的一个属灵的生命，就是要来拥抱这样子的。It is called the Holy Spirit baptism. But then there is a fourth kind that John the Baptist prophesied that he that come after me, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And there's a fifth baptism. We call it the baptism of power. Of what? Power. 最最后还有一种就是讲到说以能力的进。Charles Finley, a lawyer, goes to the forest and seeks the face of God, and he cried out to the living God, and the power of the Holy Ghost came upon him. 这个查理芬尼他去寻求神，圣灵的火就这样子降在他的身上，能力就降在他的身上。Then there is a sixth baptism. We call it the baptism of love. That is. Recognized in Ephesians chapter three, verse seventeen to verse nineteen. 呃，另外一个就是讲到爱的敬礼是在以弗所书。When the love of God, Romans five five, shed abroad in your heart, it overwhelms you, and you weep, and you cry, and you weep, and you cry. You are immersed in the river of love. 当这个罗马书五章五节那里讲到说，当是神这个基督的爱浇灌我们的心里的时候，我们就充满神的爱，我们会这样子哭泣。You are filled with the compassion of Jesus。我们会这样子充满对神的热忱。Ladies and gentlemen, there is the blood baptism, the water baptism, the Holy Spirit baptism, the fire baptism. We have what we call the power baptism and the love baptism。弟弟兄姐妹，我们有讲到这个血的洗、血的洗、水的洗。圣灵的喜，能力的喜，火的喜，爱的喜，爱的喜。But then there is the seventh baptism. 但是还有第七个。The seventh baptism is what Ezekiel saw in his days about the restoration of the glory of God. 这个就是以西结看见的，在他的日子里面，神的荣耀的降临。You know there is a sister that lived in the beginning of the 20th century by the name of Mary Atterworth. 有一个姐妹叫 Mary Atterworth， 在二十世纪初的时候。And when he was preaching to the crowd, preaching to the crowd. 当他向群众传讲的时候。And the glory of God comes upon him. 神的荣耀就这样子降在他的身上。And he was in a trance for three days and three nights, immobilized. And all the reporters come and take photograph of this woman that stand like a statue for three days and three nights. This, many people come and take photograph of this woman that stand like a statue for three days and three nights. And three nights, she continue from where she left off and she continue preaching. But three days and three nights later, when she And he walks in the glory of God. He walks, walking in God's glory. There are many times when he preaches in the pulpit. Many times when he preaches in the pulpit. He will preach and preach and he walk and walk and he preach and he walk out of the pulpit and he continues standing in the mid air. 
，他会这样子走走走走走到讲台上，走出去的时候走到半，走到出去讲台啊，在半空中站着。We are talking about the glory baptism. 我们要讲到这个荣耀的受洗。We are talking about John Sun from China. 这个呃，岳宋宋尚杰。Yes, when he preached in the pulpit. 当他在讲讲台上讲到的时候。The glory of God is on his life. 神的荣耀在他的生命。He will remove his shoe and he preach in the pulpit. 他会把这个鞋子脱下来放在中间。And after his preaching. 那讲到完了以后。There will be two footprints on the platform. 就会有两个脚印在他的讲台上。Everywhere he go and preach, there will be two footprints on the platform. 每一个他所到讲到的地方，都会有两个脚印在那个讲台上。The fire of God came upon his life and went into his legs, and it caused an imprint on the platform. 就因为神的荣耀，这个火的那个荣耀降到他的里面，那个脚就让这个讲台刻了两个印。I can talk to you for hours of people that live in such glory. 我要可以跟你讲。There was a sister that lived in Madras in India. 有一个姐妹活在 Madras 的 India. She lived in such intimacy with God. 她这样子的跟主亲密 One day she read the Bible in Matthew chapter four verse four. 有一天她读这个马太福音四章四节 Now my friend, I know your mind fights you. Now your mind will fight you. 我知道弟兄姐妹，现在你的思想会跟你。Living in the glory is living in the impossibility realm. 活在荣耀之中，也是活在一个不可能的里面。You know this woman? He saw Matthew chapter four verse four. 这个女的，她看见马太福音四章四节。He said, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God." 因为人活着不是单靠这个食物，乃是靠神口里所出的话。She believed that word. 她真的相信这个。And every day she read her Bible as her food. 每一天，他都读圣经作为他的食物。For over twenty years, she has never eaten a single meal. 超过二十年之久，他从来没有吃过一餐。And she is still alive in India. 他今天还活在印度。Another man that you are more familiar with is from South America by the name of Dr. Edward Miller. 另外一个可能大家比较呃熟悉的是在南美洲的 Edward Miller. You know, Pastor Stephen told me that Edward Miller had cancer in all over his body from 1969. 从一九六九年，六九年，这个 Edward Miller 就已经得了癌症，全身都是。And the doctor said you cannot survive. 医生说你活不了了。But do you know he only passed away last year at the age of 86 years old? 但是你知不知道他一直活到直到去年八十六岁高龄去世 ？For over twenty years, the cancer that goes into his bone cannot kill him. 在超过二十年之久，这个细胞，这个癌细胞在他的身体里面没有办法杀死。And the doctors all over that country say he is a living miracle. 所有在那个国家里面的医生说，他就是一个活神迹。That is what we call living in the baptism of the glory of God. 这个就是我们所指的活在神的荣耀的敬礼的里面。Are you ready? To go for the deep waters. 要进到水深之处。Are you hungry enough to go for the deep things of God? 有没有真的饥渴到要愿意更深的认识神 ？Don't be satisfied with what you have. 不要为着你所有的而满足。One day, King David was sitting on his throne in Jerusalem. 有一天，大卫王就坐在他的王宫里面。He had all the power. He had all the fame. He had all the riches of the kingdom. 他
有所有的能力，所有的名誉，所有的能力，在他的国中。But you know, with all those prosperity, with all those things that he has, he was not satisfied. 可是他得到这么多，他也没满足。You know what he say? 他说什么 ？I miss God. 他说我想念神。He told the elders, "Let us bring back the ark of the covenant." 他告诉他的长老说：“我们要把神的约柜带回来。” Let us bring back the glory of God to Jerusalem. 我们要把神的约柜荣耀带回来耶路撒冷。This is the day that the church must cry out, "God, we want your glory." 今天就是那个日子，我们教会要来向神呼喊说：“神啊，我们渴望你的荣耀。” We need to go for more baptisms. We ask God grant us a deeper experience. Enough of just speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is only the beginning. There are deeper things. Where the heavens will be open. Where you see into the mysteries of God. But are you ready? Are you thirsting? Are you hungry? Do you want more of God? Who want more of God today? You know there are two kinds of people that want more of God. There is the Korean way. They heard the message. Amen. They still sit on the seat. But there is another way. In America, you call is it Black American? Ah, the Black Black Americans. Ah, 有这个美国的黑人 But when you preach, you want more of Jesus. 他说，如果你要更多的耶稣吗 ？They will walk out of the seat. They come to you. Yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. 他会跑出来他的座位说，哎，是啊，弟兄，是啊。But the question is, what type of people are you? But the question is, are you that one to sit on the chair, or are you the one that yeah, brother, I'm coming? You are that one to sit on the chair, or are you the one that yeah, brother, I'm coming? You are that one to sit on the chair, or are you the one that yeah, brother, I'm coming? You are that one to sit on the chair, or are you the one that yeah, brother, I'm coming? You are that one to sit on the chair, or are you the one that yeah, brother, I'm coming? I can lift up my hand. I can lift up my hand. It doesn't mean anything. But are you hungry enough? Do I have hungry people here today? Do I have hungry people here today? Show me you are hungry. Tell God I want more of God. Yes, just tell God, God, I want you. I want you today. I want you today. I don't want anything. I want you. Just tell God you want God right now. Forget about anything. Just say, God, I want you. I'm not going by feelings. I'm not going by feelings. I'm going by my hunger. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. Jesus. Just go after Jesus. 
Lay hold of Jesus right now. Right now, the Spirit of God is going to work on your life. Just walk on Jesus. I want Jesus. Yes. Be like a woman that go for Jesus. Be like blind Bartimaeus, go for Jesus. Right now, something is going to happen to your soul right now. Something is happening right now. Something is happening right now. Something is bursting from your soul. A new hunger is bursting right now. Don't go for any other thing. Go for Jesus. Jesus.